0: 11 on the krmg morning news Rick record for dan potter and now as promised kevin stitt republican candidate for governor joins us and as i mentioned last week we had mick cornett so in the on in the uh, um, just doing what's right and giving that equal opportunity to kevin stitt for joining us and kevin you've been here in the studio with us once before and it was right after uh, we found out there was going to be a runoff and have you slept since <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, I get home pretty much every night, but uh, it's certainly busy. We leave at seven in the morning and and get home at ten, and I'm just having a blast traveling around the state, meeting everybody. So thanks for having me this morning, Rick.
0: You bet. All right. So as you get out there and you and you can't your campaign, you know, we talked to Mick as I said last week, who was talking about businesses and he was talking about kind of reform when it comes to education. He talked about teachers and he talked about money for the state. What are you finding people are asking as the most important things?
1: Sure. Well, education. Education obviously is uh, is one of the most important things to me and 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 you and the citizens that I talk to because we've got to be top ten in education and I tell people that we're going to be top ten. We've got to do things differently because right now we're forty fifth in reading and math scores, yep. so that's going to be a huge focus for me. Uh, but the other thing that people tell me about, you know, is we've got to fix the accountability and the structure in state government. We spend twenty billion, and the next governor is going to be in charge of running. Uh, state government, which is 120 agencies. And the more I see how this this works, Rick, nobody is in charge. Nobody's held accountable. There is no transparency. So I'm going to put Oklahoma's checkbook online. I'm going to create the type of accountability and transparency that I'm used to uh, running my business. And, uh, and, and I'm going to do the same thing for state government. All right. So somebody asked
0: here at 95920, they ask about your stand on education. So they're asking about the teacher raises. Do you think those teacher raises should stay? And should we go from there? Should we even try to go to high, higher levels?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I'm the only candidate from the very beginning that, have said, that said we have to pay teachers market or competitive wages. Market to me is what they do in Texas, Kansas, Arkansas, Colorado, the states around us. If I hired underwriters at my company and didn't pay competitive wages, it doesn't go very well. So we have to do that. The problem is, how do we fix this for 2025 and 2030? Mm -hmm. You know, I want to ask you, as Oklahomans and all your listeners, we've heard that, you know, the lottery was going to fix education. You remember that? Oh, yeah. We've heard that casinos and liquor by the drink. And so how do we really fix it long term? To me, we have to address the funding formula. It hasn't been addressed since Henry Bellman was governor. That's how long ago it's been. And folks, I'm not just going to put a Band-Aid on this problem. I'm going to fix it long term. Uh, But education is also more than just common ed. It's also career techs and higher ed and focusing on getting all of our kids ready for the workforce. Uh, There are great jobs out there with manufacturing and welding. and, and, uh, and, And I talk to manufacturers that just say they can't find enough welders or machinists and we're not doing as good a job as we should of aligning industry with common ed and career techs and higher ed. They're just all so siloed. I want to break through some of those silos.
0: How do you, you know, my wife and I have had this conversation many times. How do you convince somebody in an era where if you don't go to college, you can't get a job, yet there are career techs, as you mentioned, and those are degrees, if, we, if you will, but it's not the same thing. We were talking about people working with your hands. How do you convince people it's okay to do that, that that's still a great career?
1: Well, absolutely. You know, I think it's uh it's a travesty that all we talk about is you've got to go to higher ed to to have a great career. That's simply not true and and it's it's disingenuous to the 55% of the kids that aren't going to higher ed. Did you know only 45% of our high school kids go to college? Less than that graduate. And and I love I'm so happy that I I have a college degree, but I'm also not going to ignore the 55% that don't go to college. And I've got six children. And, and God puts different desires and abilities on everybody's heart differently, right? Uh, and, and that's what I want to tell people. I mean, they're great. You can make $100,000 as, as a welder. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Machinists can make 90000 It's computer programming and some of these different manufacturing and the CNC machines and great careers. Um, and so, you know, th- we need to start thinking about what's the best for every single student, not just 45% of them.
0: All right. We have a text at 95920. It says that uh, you put your company checkbook online. Is that right?
1: Yeah. What I'm saying is I'm going to put Oklahoma's, uh, Oklahoma's checkbook online. Gotcha. So all you right. can see all 120 agencies. Other states are doing it. We currently get a D-plus from a third-party rating, rating agency on Oklahoma's transparency, mm-hmm. where other states like Ohio have an A-plus rating. You can literally drill down and see where the dollars are being spent. That's going to help me create the accountability that uh, our taxpayers deserve.
0: Kevin Stitt is with us, Republican candidate for governor. You can ask your question at 95920, or you can also leave us an open mic, download or open the KRMG app, and you can ask right there. It's gotten a little bit negative in the last few days. Uh, there are a lot of things now, uh, some ad, some ads that Mick Cornett has out, and he's, they're very pointed about your company, and they're talking about some states that were problems and that kinds of things. What are the truths about that?
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, well, uh, I, I, I'm happy you asked that because this, uh, this has been out since last April, or the, or I think the last April is when one of my opponents in the primary set up a website against me, said I've been banned in 10 states. Simply not true. Uh, what they're talking about is the state of Georgia. I paid a $2,000 fine in Georgia back in 2009, and I terminated the two employees that were there. Since 2009, I've been licensed in 25 other states, and I'm super proud of our 1,200 employees We do 3,000 home loans every single month. And the truth is, we get audited, routine audits uh, in 41 states every year because we do business in 41 states. Plus, we get audited by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Jenny Mae. The Mm. CFPB is one of our regulators. So it's just typical politicians trying to twist the truth of people that are job creators. And I'm I'm super proud of our company. We've got a very successful company. We can do business in all 50 states. We're currently in 41 states. uh, But we'll be adding additional states as we go. But it's just routine audits and uh, exams, just somebody that doesn't understand business.
0: Is it possible to win a campaign without being negative these days?
1: You know, I was hoping so. You know, um, until Friday, uh, it was a pretty clean campaign, and then I'm just disappointed with uh, with Mick and and, uh, his dark money group because they start trying to attack me personally and trying to mislead Oklahomans about a very successful company that we're providing job opportunities for Oklahomans here, and and uh, uh, it's 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 pretty disappointing. But the real truth is, he was down the last the latest polling showed him down ten points. So then he has, oh, man, if if I can't win this thing, then I better ch- see if I can tear down the other guy. And so then he goes negative. So that's what's disappointing.
0: As we move forward in this campaign, we, Oklahomans want to hear about jobs. They want to hear about schools. Is there a one key issue that you think can win or lose this campaign for one of you guys?
1: You know, I... I I don't know. The voters will have to determine that on August 28th. You know, I just tell people, here's my resume. Here's what I've done before. I just don't think that the career politicians, the political insiders are going to do anything different. If we keep electing the same people, I believe we'll be in the same situation. We need an outsider. We need a non-politician problem solver to come in and turn the state government around. Um, I, I'm just afraid if you if you uh, our forefathers for one never envisioned career politicians. They thought somebody would temporarily leave their farmer business and go serve their state. That's my idea of how it should work. And uh, again, uh, Mix a nice guy, but he's a career politician. He's been in Oklahoma City, and and the same uh, elitist and kind of Oklahoma City are going to be running the state if we keep electing the same folks. That's Kevin Stitt. Republican candidate for governor. 8.22
0: 8.22 on the KRMG Morning News. Rick Corey for Dan Potter this morning. Dan will be back here tomorrow, but he's kind of back here right now because he's texting us during the uh, during the break right here. Kevin Stitt joining us. And of course, last week I mentioned we had Mick Cornett in studio, so Kevin in studio now will extend the same courtesy, uh, or at least the opportunity for Drew Edmondson as well. And Dan asks by text, Kevin, he says when you're with us after the primary, you said you wouldn't go negative. We we're talking about negative campaigning. But he says your ads, and some of those he says are negative, are paid for by your campaigns. Cornett's paid for buy a pack. Is that true?
1: Sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I've, I've refused to set up a pack and that's what I think is dirty about politics is these outside money groups can give unlimited and my opponent has set up a pack and then they're attacking. I'm transparent and I did not, I did not do anything until he attacked on Friday. But if a bully hits you, then I'm going to hit back. And uh, it's but it's totally different. He's he's attacking my character and our company and and those kind of things. I'm simply with his own voice telling people uh, that he did not support Trump and, um, uh, was very weak on security and, and, uh, and believes in sanctuary cities. And so uh, it's his own voice talking. And so I think it's important that people know the policy difference between uh, me and my opponent. Uh, but, but his attacks from his dark money group, it's just frustrating. And, uh, I'm obviously not setting that up. I have to raise our money from, uh, from $2,700 at a time is the maximum con- contribution to a, uh, to a governor's campaign. So I, I believe in transparency. And everything that you'll see at the bottom, it says Stitt paid for by Stit for governor. He has these dark money groups that are running positive ads for him and then attacking me.
0: All right. So that in your mind, that's not negative. It's just a truth.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a policy difference. And uh, it's him saying it in his own words. I'm not attacking his character like he's trying to attack mine.
0: All right. As you move forward here, we, as you mentioned, only a couple of weeks left here in this campaign. I'm sure when you're out on the campaign trail, you're hearing people that that pound one or two things. And that's that's fine. We talked about those. What are some other things they're talking about peripherals? Anything that surprised you yet?
1: Uh, you know, one thing that surprises me is how terrible our, our incarceration rate is. So we're number one In something that I believe we should be number fifty in, or at least average number twenty five, and so that's something I'm super passionate about getting in, rolling up my sleeves and and uh, and fixing. This is low hanging fruit. This is easy to make a big move on. That's why I think running state governments more like running a business. I mean, there's 120 agencies, a twenty billion dollar budget. We have the exact same issues as they do in Texas and Florida and Indiana and Wisconsin. So that's what's so frustrating for me and everybody that I meet in all 77 counties. Why are, we, why are we at the bottom of education? Why are we at the top in incarceration? And I could go on and on. Why are our roads and bridges not up to par with the other states? That's why I think we need an outsider. I don't think a career politician is going to do anything different.
0: Got a question at 95920 asking if the constitutional carry bill were to come back across the governor's desk, would you sign it?
1: Yes, I'm a constitutional conservative. I believe in the Second Amendment. It's our rights. Uh, other states have the exact same bill uh, in law, and and uh, and I would I would sign it in. in uh uh, as governor.
0: All right, uh, put your headphones on there. I want to play for you something. You know, Our own Mayor G.T. Bynum is really moving this city forward. We asked Mayor Bynum, although he's not involved, obviously, necessarily in state politics, what would he like to see? Because he does have to work with that office. And here's his response.
1: One is a, a plan for making Oklahoma the best place to get an education in the country. That's one of the chief responsibilities of the state government, and that ought to be our level of expectation, not trying to manage decline, not trying to be average with Arkansas and Kansas and Texas. We ought to be aiming to be one of the best in the country. And what is the plan to get there? I want a governor who calls our state government to work with our cities. I want to view as the mayor that the governor and the state are my ally in getting things done, not that the state government is a roadblock to get around. Uh, which is what, unfortunately, it becomes all too often.
0: And we've kind of dealt with education, but to his second point, and I think he's absolutely right. State should be on your side, and I know there are times that the two are going to impose. How can a governor work closely with mayors?
1: Sure, you know, when I, when I think about leading all four million Oklahomans and the economic development. Uh, too often it's this city against this city, or rural Oklahoma against urban mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Um, you know, I want to I want to work with those different cities, the different uh, um, economic development departments to help them grow. Uh, but really, you know, from the governor it like like mayor G t said it it is uh it's it sets the culture, the tone as as Governor. I want to point that we can to we can be top ten in education. we really can. we have all the bones, the infrastructure, everything we need to be top ten in job growth and top ten in infrastructure and that 's my vision for the state it 's not to be forty fifth it 's to be top ten, and when we 're just competing with other states there 's no reason we can 't be top ten. Uh, but it's gonna take a leader. It's gonna take an outsider, somebody working with the legislature. It's stuff I've been doing my whole career uh, that makes me the best leader for this next for this job.
0: All right. So down the stretch here, are you gonna sleep any?
1: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave it all on the field. We're gonna run through the the tape here on august twenty eighth and and then we're gonna go win in November. But yeah, I just encourage all of our voters and supporters uh, to get out, get out the vote, text their friends uh, download our app. You can text the word stit to 70,000, go sign up at stitforgovernor.com and, uh, let's win this thing on August 28th. All
0: right. So i I know we'll be in touch with you in the next couple of weeks and certainly after the, right after the election as well on that night. So, uh, you, are you guys going to have a watch party in Tulsa?
1: Yes, we'll have one uh, here at Tulsa at our corporate headquarters. And, uh, yeah, we had a blast on June 26th and, uh, we're going, we're going to win this one on August 28th. You know,
0: keep a table, you know, the they'll will be at, at yours at mix and everybody else's on that night. Thanks, Kevin.